What's up, family? Thank you for tuning in to the Dream Nation podcast. My name is Casanova. I'll be your host, and I'm excited to be bringing to you entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and trailblazers from around the world. Stay locked in with us because we're about to go on a journey that will change your life. Well, we've got Casanova Brooks with us today. Casanova, thanks for being on the show. Thank you for having me. All right, so tell my people a little bit about yourself, where you're located, what do you do, and any little tidbits they should know to know Casanova. How can I have to do that every time? I love it. <laughs> yeah, so I would say first and foremost, I'm just a relationship builder. I'm here now in Omaha, Nebraska, by way of Chicago. So I'm originally from South Side of Chicago, raised by a single mom. Grandma kind of stepped in to help lead the way of being my father. So I was raised by two strong women, grew up just as a lot of people that are in inner cities. I grew up with a lack of resources, but my mind was always the one thing that I think never diminished. I always had big dreams, I always had big goals. Okay, so if you're gonna tell us a story, it's just gotta be that thing that we would say over one adult beverage, of, you won't believe this ever happened to me, Lisa. That's what I wanna hear, Casanova. Yeah, Casanova. got it. Well, I'll tell you, even before I say it, I, I, there's a couple of different stories I feel like I could tell. And I'm a huge Duke fan. So I feel like I had to put Hang that Hang on, how do I stop the recording right now? Even though I'm on this platform, I, I Look, feel like- Duke is the University of New Jersey and Durham. They're not part of us. <laughs> I, I just, I mean, I've, I've been a diehard forever, and I'm sure that's a whole nother conversation that we don't have to get into because we want to keep it all positive spirit on here. That's uh, true, but, because I want you to notice what color the sky is in my background. Oh, it's Carolina blue because God is a Tar Heel. But anyway, carry on, Casanova, carry on. <laughs> we got four letters that we normally put around here. D-O-O-K? Because <laughs> that's how you spell it. G-T-H-C. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, in, in all reality. So here's a, uh, a story that I think is, is helpful to know, especially if you're on the investor world. So there's a couple of different opportunities. One, the, the let me tell you about the power of relationships. So there's a lady who I knew her, she's not in real estate at all, but she's just always been a big supporter. And every time I would see her, I would just say, hey, you, you know, um, I would say, hi, thank you, all these other things, right? And, and we're not, we weren't that close, right? So long story short, she winds up giving me a call and she says, hey, you know what? I got this lady that's at my church that's looking to sell her home. And she's just looking to move back to Virginia to be closer to her daughter and her grandson. And she said, there's been a lot of people, specifically like wholesalers, that in the last month or two have reached out to her trying to get her to sell her property, things like that. But she's just not really comfortable with them. I wanted to see if you would go by and, and talk to them. So I was like, okay. So I go by, talk. And I tell her, I just laid out there flat and clean. And I say, hey, you know, in the condition that your property is in right now, I think that you'd probably be looking to list this thing somewhere around 15,000. Now understand that, and the property was just like a little three bedroom, one slab ranch, but it had good bones in it, things like that. So I said 15,000 and she was living in there. She had inherited it after her husband had passed away about a year prior. So she married this guy. They lived together for a couple of years in this house. He owned it. Then she inherits it. Now she just wants to sell it and, and move away. So I'm like, okay. So I say about $15,000. 
And she says, okay. And she says, well, I've already gotten a couple offers for around like 25,000 that, you know, that people would buy it. And I was like, well, I understand if you can get those offers from them, I would tell you to definitely go ahead and sell that because that's pretty good based off of the comparables. And I had all that right there with her so she could see it. And she was like, okay. And then that winds up being done. And about a day or two later, she says, Casanova, she says, I really love the way that you came in that you just explained everything to me. And she said, and you mentioned that you buy property sometimes. And I said, yeah, sometimes. And she said, well, would you buy this property for me? And I said, um, I mean, I wasn't really planning on it, but I mean, potentially how much would you sell it for? And she says, throw me a number. And then, so I said, okay, I'll get back to you. Well, before that end of the day was out and I ran it for me, I was like, okay, well, if I was to buy this thing, I would have to buy it at more like $8,000, right? So I put in that offer. I said, if it was me, I would pay $8,000. Now I understand that you've already gotten a couple of the offers for $25,000. Um, so it's in no way meaning to disrespect respect you. And she said, you know what, just because of the energy that you have and the way that I feel like you're going to take care of this property, I'm going to sell it to you for $8,000. So she sold me this property for $8,000. I then wound up putting up 31,000 into the property. So I was like all in for, and the video for anybody that's watching this, and especially if you're watching on YouTube, I have the actual whole flipping of the property from start to finish on my YouTube channel. Um, so it's cool to see, but Anyway, I put $31,000 into it. So I was all in for around $39,000. Do you know what that property is worth today? Do you still have it or did you flip I it? I still have it. I still have it. It's a rental. Um, $140. I wish. I wish. No. But it's, it's worth about $103 today. That's right? solid. So I bought this property for $8,000. I put $31,000 into it and it's worth now for $103. And I also rent this out for $900 the way Casanova handled this, because this is the difference between a professional realtor and somebody who has less than honorable intentions. The less than honorable intention person would have slid in and told her, you are not gonna get 25, you should take my eight and be happy with it. No, what he said is, I've run the numbers and for the way that I invest and what I have to do to make this property work for me, this is my number and I understand that you have other offers and so it's totally your choice. There was no pressure applied, there was no game being played, there was no snaky language being used and that's the difference y'all, that's the difference. And that's why Casanova got this property. In fact, it's why he got introduced to this lady because he was in friendly relationship with somebody else that she knew, not on behalf of getting the house, but because that's the way you're supposed to live life. And all of these things, if you build the relationship first, then you get to make the ask. If you make the ask first without the relationship, that's where you can put yourself in really muddy waters and it doesn't have to be that way. I mean, it's, it's a classic example of why doing the right thing and being super transparent still results in a win. She was Absolutely. happy. You've wound up with a great property, which I'm going to guess is probably one of the better opportunities at $900 a month in an increasingly expensive market. And we need more people buying investment properties in the neighborhoods where a house might cost ten dollars to $15,000 and making a good living environment for the tenant who can pay less than other tenants in a marketplace. There's a huge space for that. And I don't like to call it affordable housing because that word always brings up big images of bad, nasty government ghettos. I talk about workforce housing and housing affordability and, and below market pricing for some tenants because there's a space for this everywhere because we have neighbors that need somewhere to live.
We need good investors. We need more Casanova because if you get the house, you're making a good environment for somebody else where they can raise their kids because CJ Absolutely. and Jada have a better chance in life because they've got a stable household with stable parents. And so they can do better in school. And if they didn't have that stable household, which you're also providing for some other family and their kids, you're giving somebody else some of the boost that CJ and Jada have. That's big. I mean, it's like ripple effect, life-changing big. Absolutely. Just like you said, it was all about the power of the relationship. And then afterwards, and I have this on my social media as well, when she took the picture with me, the lady before she moved away. And so she's an older lady. She's probably about, I would say 70, 75, but she'd been living on her own. It was just such a great feeling. But again, I think that that's what it always comes down to is the relationship. And I think in, in real estate, a lot of the times where realtors go wrong at is they're so transactional. We're focused on where we're, am I going to get the next deal from? And we forget that, look, this deal right here, you could lose on. But at the end of the day, it's about that network. It's about so many other tangible benefits that you'll get out of this. And if that person was to move later on down the line, then you know you're going to be that first call because you built the right relationship. And so when people ask me, how was I able to beat the stat, just like you said, 87% of all agents get out of the business, right? And, and that's not even talking about the ones who actually succeed at a high level. It's just the people who don't give up on their license. And so the way that you do that is really just by understanding that in this game, it's a contact sport. It's all about the relationship. And if you build off of that, I think that you'll be successful as anybody in your market or anybody around the country, but it's all about the relationships and the people. And let's also point out, I mean, I can already guess that a big piece of your why has to do with Julie and CJ and Jada. That's a big part of any dedicated husband and dad's life. And so if part of your why is to create an environment for them so that they don't grow up to be complete and total punks and that your wife still loves you and adores you like you love and adore her, the way that you conduct business is a direct reflection of your why. And so Absolutely. if we see people that conduct business in a less than great way, maybe it's not that they're snakes, maybe they've lost their way. And friends, if y'all figure out why you're doing life and who you're trying to support and what kind of environment you're trying to create, it should be reflected in your business. And the transactional agents, they just haven't put two and two together that even a transactional agent is helping neighbors, but maybe they forgot that the buyers and sellers were neighbors and right. can't forget that ever. It's, I mean, our business is so important and it's fun yeah. and it's crazy and it's really important because look at the, the way you got to impact her all because you impacted somebody else. Right. Absolutely. I love it. Yeah. One of the things, last things that I'll say is for me, this was something that was said to me early on and I truly believe it, but it's not about what you know. It's not even necessarily about who you know. It's about what? How you know them. Who knows you? Oh, who right? knows you? See, I always go deep. You always went, go you deep. You ripple but, effect. <laughs> <laughs> who knows you? Who's willing to put their stamp of approval on your name? Right. And so the whole opportunity that I even got to meet that lady is because someone knew me, someone cared enough, right, about me and, and about the way that I conduct business to put that stamp of approval on my name to where she had that trust to even let me in her home in the first place when other people were already reaching out and saying, hey, I'll give you more. But it wasn't as comfortable for her, of course, because maybe there was something in there that she didn't think that it would close. Maybe it was something that she didn't think that they would take care of the home. So again, remember you asked me, like, did I sell it? No, I still own that home 
right? And if you go look at it and you look at the pictures, you can see that I put all new flooring in that home. I put a new roof on it. I put new siding in it. I did a lot to that home. But I think that that was probably the energy that she felt in the beginning of why I should give this home, the home that my husband bought. Um, and I can't say built. I don't know that he built it, but he did live there a long time. But I just didn't want to make sure that I didn't want to give it to anybody. So I did take that and I made sure that I did the right thing with it. And we still have tenants in there. And it is a good area. It is a good street. And I want to say just about everyone else on the street owns their home. And so there was conversations that I had, obviously, right after I bought it from neighbors coming out and saying, hey, what are you going to do with this house? Things like that. But it's uh, it's been good. We've owned it now, I want to say two, maybe two and a half years. Um, and, and it's been a, a great experience, but it all started with the relationship. So I think that that can be casted across any business, right? Think about it because we're all in some sort of sales. Maybe you're not selling houses, but you're, you're selling your service, you're selling a product, you're, you're selling your company. It doesn't matter what it is. So always think about the relationships. And that also means that if you build the right re relationships the right way, that even if if you get out of that particular sale of that particular item, you can cross over to something else and still know that you have your database or you have your relationships. And there's one more little thing there. In real estate, often almost every conversation turns into a money conversation, whether it's the amount of commission somebody's paid or it's the equity or the prices. Y'all need to pay attention to the fact that this one was not about the money. I'm pretty sure she selected you to buy your house because of what you describe as your excitement about real estate. And she yes. could see what you think and see who you are. So she picked you, not your offer. She picked you because she wanted you to buy the house. And there's a, there's a powerful story in that, especially if you're in that marketing space. And again, it's like Casanova said, it's not just in real estate, it's in anything. You're always marketing yourself because you are your brand. Do you allow people to know who you are because if they can see who you are and connect with who you are, you're going to find success and the money will find you. The money just figures itself out over time. We, we learned that the hard way in real estate that if you focus on the relationship, the money will figure itself out. Right. Absolutely. I would agree. So Casanova, thank you for spending a little time with my audience today. Make sure that you come back for more because you never know what we're going to talk about next over here on Crazy Shit and Real Estate. And I hope y'all have a good one. We'll see you next time. Bye. That's all we got for this episode. Thank you for sticking around. That truly means a lot to me. And hopefully that means that we delivered massive value on this one. If you haven't already, the way that you could say thank you to myself and the team is just by heading over to iTunes and leaving a review and a rating. That's what iTunes loves to see. That's how we get out there even more. And I would definitely, definitely be grateful for it. I know the team would as well. Do me a favor and head on over to dreamnationpodcast.com. That's where you're going to be able to find all of the resources that we talked about in today's episode, as well as more exclusive content. And you'll also be able to sign up to our email list where we have more exclusive content. And we always love to hear the feedback from you all because you're our tribe. So remember, in the dream we trust, we'll see you on the flip side. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then 
Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.